the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast. I said in the previous episode that we were going to have a special guest, but I do want to, before we get to that special guest in the next episode, uh, summarize from the previous number of episodes. So if you've been listening to our podcast, at least sequentially, uh, we've had a number of months separating the first, uh, I can't remember how many there were, but we had a number of months between getting these published in terms of the six V's. So I wanted to offer at least this episode to help summarize the six V's. And again, if you want to go into further detail, not only um, go back and listen to these episodes. They're all titled. Each V has its own title. And we have two parts to validation, which is huge, such a big, big deal. Um, and of course, you can read Kirk's book. So you can get his book anywhere you buy books. So I uh, just wanted to, for your eyes only, is the name of his book by Kirk M. Samuels. So the six Vs, uh, real briefly, are, um, I'm going to read the uh, kind of the introduction here in Kirk's book to the, to the six Vs. The IP mistress is a friend with real benefits to his life. This causes him to grow deeply connected to her. He welcomes her into his dark, insecure places because he trusts her. He has proven herself trustworthy. She does this by repeatedly giving him visualization, variety, vitality, victory, vacation, and validation. These six fees are seen in WWW, the abbreviation for World Wide Web, that precedes web addresses. We can peek behind the curtain of the male spirit to see what makes him so loyal and committed to the IP mistress. If he consistently receives these six Vs from any woman, especially without asking, his attraction will become commitment. His commitment will turn into deep loyalty. His deep loyalty will create dependency. The IP mistress understands how powerful his sexuality is. Her six Vs capture his mind, body, and soul purely through his sexuality. She doesn't, prove, uh, she doesn't provide financially, and she doesn't cook or clean for him. The only question the IP mistress asks is, how can I satisfy you sexually? Mm-hmm. And as I read the, the line here, Kirk, um, okay, now I forgot. What, the IP mistress understands how powerful his sexuality is. You know, for the average 12-year-old, 13-year-old boy, I'm not sure he understands how powerful this sexuality is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that as a 12-year-old boy, I had strong, you know, I wanted this, needed that, or whatever. But I'm not sure we got, at that age, how powerful our sexuality truly is. And these six Vs really speak deeply into a, a man's life, a boy's life. Yeah, when you're a teenage boy, I mean, what, first of all, what do you really understand? I um, know, exactly. But beyond that, yeah, you don't have a scope or magnitude and, you know, the way I relate it, you know, that it, it's the, it's the, his sec, uh, a male's, a guy's sexuality is the nuclear reactor on the aircraft carrier. Um, and if you ever know anything about, you know, the nuclear power plant on a on a on a naval ship even particularly an aircraft carrier it does not take up a big space in the on the ship like physically <clears throat> it it doesn't take up a whole lot of space but it powers the entire ship and and yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't fuel the the airplanes that take off from the deck but it provides power for the entire ship to do whatever the mission is for the ship 
And so his sexuality is that thing that that becomes the driver to the ship of who he is. And all of the planes that get launched off of the deck of his life, of the deck of his purpose, really comes down to the to the source of the power of the entire ship. And so his sexuality Actually, when you're a teenager, it can take up a huge space in your life. You can be all consumed oh, yeah, by it. Definitely, um, a lot of most teenage boys are just fully consumed by their sexuality because it just explodes and their testosterone is off the charts. And then it, it doesn't help that our world is so flooded with right. all of the sexual messaging yeah. uh, that brings a form of these six V's that yeah. uh, a guy should get, you know, in a healthy way. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, every day is Halloween. It's like, you know, every day the candy gets hand out, handed out in our culture. And, um, you know, and, and the kid go home and he goes home and, you know, how many parents would let their kids go home with all of that Halloween candy and just let them roll free, you know, just let them go for it. Um, first of all, you know, parents, I mean, most parents, I don't know any that don't, you know, first of all, when you bring it home, you go through it. You know, you check it out, make sure, you know, nope, you can't have the apple with the big hole punched in the side of it. <laughs> um, looking like a hypodermic needle went in. Nope, I'm going to take that, I'm going to take that, I'm going to take that. You know, that, no, nah, yeah, you can't even at all keep that. And so we filter through what they can have and what they can't have. And then on top of that, you still wouldn't let your kids sit down and just go, you know, just go ham on the entire bucket of candy. I mean, you know, the, why? Because it would make them sick. You know, I mean, it's it's not healthy. And so every day is sexual Halloween for our teenagers, for our teenage boys. Uh, they're just surrounded, inundated with messaging, with culture, with pressure. There's huge pressure in schools for kids to become sexual. You know, I posted an article on social media the other day just about um, – it was, a, I think it was centered around a particular teenage girl was talking about teenage girl culture and how, um, how nowadays, you know, in girl, as far as that age group, and I think it was like 15 year olds, but you know, sex is more common than kissing. Like they don't even kiss. They go straight to straight to sex. And of course, when, you know, when a, when a boy learns a boy or a girl learns sexuality through porn, they learn that it's violent. They learn that it's consuming. I mean, they learn that it's impersonal, that there's no connection. They learn that it's an act. It's not a... It becomes demanding. Right. And so that that's the foundation of how they learn that. So, yeah, that, that sexuality part of a boy, especially when it gets trained and formed around violence and, and rape culture and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, people say they don't want prayer in school. Well... You know, there, there's praying going on in schools. <laughs> I mean, there are sexual predators, predators yeah. teenage boys praying on teenage girls. I mean, and so if you have a daughter, yeah, I mean, there are boys at school that are praying on your daughter, and they want her. What do you think? Which of the six Vs do you think shows up earliest and most powerful then for a boy with the, when in relation to pornography? <sighs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of validation, for instance. I mean, well, uh, that's, that's what I say. Yeah. I, each that's one of them, I can say, yeah. I mean, a teenage boy, you know, my son happens to be into like nice cars. So we're driving down the street. He can point out every sports car that drives by, like in traffic, you know, oh, there's a McLaren over there, a third lane over, you know, four cars back. I mean, so visualization. I mean, you know, I can just go on and on. 
for sure the actually the first thing that popped into my mind was uh vitality because that one is is all about the spike in testosterone and that's what's happening yeah, in that's teenage true. boys. That's very true. That's physically they swim in it. Yeah, physically that's what's happening in their bodies. And that's why they you know, that's why they are the way they are commonly is because of this testosterone explosion that's happening in their body. All of a sudden their body is being introduced to the testosterone and it's happening in ridiculous rates. And so they're driven by that. And the pornography is like putting gas on the fire. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It makes it not regulated in any sense where it, it's just explode it, let it go, and don't worry about the consequences. Yeah. It's uncontrolled. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the wildfire that gets out of control. Yeah. And it, because it's not, it's not contained like a campfire should be. Right. I mean, it, the fire is not bad, but when it gets, when it gets out of control and it, when it's uncontained, you know that I mean, the, even with wildfires, you know they measure the the effectiveness of the firefighting by how much it's contained. Right. Yeah. It's not even how much it's put out, but how much it's contained. And so when fire is not contained, that's when it becomes dangerous. And so yeah, the testosterone is not a bad thing, but when it gets you know twisted and shifted, you know, I mean, it should be used for growth and maturity and to drive them and and all that kind of stuff. Um, but. But yeah, so anyhow, so in terms of which one of the six Vs in teenage years, the first thing that popped into my mind was that one just because of the testosterone factor and that's what's happening in their bodies um, during that time period in new ways and in often uncontrollable ways. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm at a lack of thinking of what else to summarize with, uh, with the six Vs, but it's important to, you know, these six Vs – summarize what we want as men basically mm-hmm. and i think you did a great job doing that in the book in your book there kirk in terms of uh you know this is what we need as guys yeah. and the short circuit is is the pornography use and to get it in a, in a valid way i guess let me unless you had something else to say i wanted to segue into something else but do you have anything else you wanted to say on this no i mean i think yeah i think all of those six v's is they're not bad when you put them all together, it's combustible. And, yeah. you know, when you put a spark to it, like something artificial, like porn, that's when it just explodes. And so all of those, all of those six V's, visualization, variety, vitality, victory, vacation, and validation, um, you know, when they're in the healthy context, they're good. Um, when you get them from healthy and great sources, when you get them through true intimacy, they're great. But at the same time, when they're not in that context, man, it's just terrible. Yeah, so that, that is my segue. So the, what I wanted to maybe pivot to here is the, you know, what about thoughts on how to get that in a healthy way? I know you've given some thought to it. And, um, you know, what about how, to, how, to, how can we do this? Is there something we have in, you have in mind? You have in mind, not we, because I haven't been giving it a ton of thought. To to offer this to to the world out there, any any ideas? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know all of them together in the context of um, <clears throat> getting all of them together. When, like I said, they're, it, they're combustible when they're all together. You know, I think a bad spark is porn. I think a great spark to all of those is intimacy and 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 true connection in in the context of deep relationship. But you know. But yeah, all of those, you can take each one of the V's and you can say, okay, here, here's, here's how we should 
get the here's how that looks in a good context here's how that looks when it's healthy you know there's nothing wrong with being visually driven i mean we're man and god made us that way and he made us that way so that we can appreciate the we can appreciate the 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 world around us we can appreciate the people around us if it's in the context of masculinity towards femininity we can appreciate the beauty in nature the femininity in nature of walking along a trail and and using that to connect with god even you know just like wow it is a beautiful day like wow look at you know look at this lake look at this trail look at that leaf look at that tree whatever it is um and so that's you know that all of those things are inherently not bad in themselves and there's great ways that we're wired for that when we you know all of those things, th- th- this is the way we're wired. Like, God wired us these ways. We're just being hijacked. You know, an airplane is not a missile to take down a building unless it's hijacked. Otherwise, it's a gr- it has a great purpose, and that's to move us quickly from part one part of the world to the other. And so when when we get hijacked in the way we're made, like, God wired us to be, you know, driven by dopamine and testosterone and endorphins and oxytocin i mean he wired us chemically to be that way we're not broken a guy's not broken because he's because because he likes porn i like porn i mean it was great it was fantastic i mean it's good i mean may not be good to you but it's or may not be good for you but it's good to you i mean that's why it's so addictive i mean it's not i mean it's it's the it's a sinister nature behind it but it's it doesn't mean the guy is broken sexually. It just means his wiring is hijacked. And it's probably been hijacked, you know, from the time he was eight or nine years old. And and his brain wasn't fully formed until he was 25. So, I mean, you got him in the first third or quarter of his life. And his brain has been forming around that for three quarters of his life by the time he's 25. Yeah, and it's not, it's not uh, valid. It's not right to ask a woman to try to fix all of that right. uh, to become everything that he needs at that stage in his life if he's been forming his brain and his life in that way. Yeah, but it's also not valid. It's also not right to look at a guy and expect him to just be able to quit. Oh, yeah. Just right. be able to just stop. Yeah. And if you're a guy, it's, it's, not, it's not valid or justified for you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why can't I or why am I struggling with this, you know, this many years later or whatever? I mean, if you if you know, if you're able to get free from porn and it's years later, why was I triggered by that? Why was why did that, you know, why does that make me flashback or why can I recall a a memory of a scene that I watched 10 years ago? Well, first of all, it's in your brain and your brain doesn't forget anything. And so, you know, your hippocampus, you can the brain is amazing. It can bring back all kinds of stuff. But at the same time, if your brain formed around this from the time you were a little kid, then how do you expect or how would anybody expect a guy to just not have any effects of that, not have anything? No. Women have babies. Their bodies are never the same again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, any woman that's ever had a baby and any guy that's ever been married to a woman, her body is never the same again. And so – you know, so you can't expect, you can't look at a woman and say, hey, you know, remember back when, you know, when we first met, when we, you know, when we first got married and those were up there and, you know, this, was, you know, can right. you just go back to that? Like, can you just, 
you know, I mean, why can't you just go back to the way that is? And she can go to the gym and everything and all that kind of stuff. And so, I mean, that is just a metaphor. I mean, uh, um, a comparison, but, um, but you, you can't just expect that to just go away and you to never ha- have any kind of impact or have any kind of repercussions or any kind of effect or anything. Like yeah. That. that circles back to where we started, uh, the power of a, a guy's, a boy's sexuality. Oh yeah. Um, and that to me is where I think that the enemy has ruined men from nearly day one right. when it comes to our identity around our sexuality. Right. Um, because our sexuality is tied so closely to us as men. Mm-hmm. It, it's not our identity, but the world has degraded so much that it has become the way we identify. Mm-hmm. And now the world in the last few decades has become this awfully terrible way to identify sexuality through pornography. Yeah. So it's deep into the, the male psyche to identify our sexuality through pornography. And that's why these six V's hit so close to home because they detail out why they are so powerful. And then to work on the antidote, to work on how to get these things in our lives in healthy ways becomes kind of a lifelong journey. Part of what we're here to do and what we want to do with this podcast for sure. Yeah. I mean, we, as men, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, it's a fantastic role or calling to be a man. And when it's done healthy, we are the seed planters. I mean, literally, and even sexually. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we have a calling on our lives to be the, to be the warriors, to be the strong one, to be the, you know, to, to be the, the, the support structure, to be like the beam that holds up the, we're called to be that as men. And, and even sexually, we're called to, to be that as well. And so, um, so, you know, being a man is not a bad thing. I don't, and, you know, again, culture wise, uh, today, you know, man, we, we, uh, manhood is not getting good press these days, put it that way. Um, Somebody might listen to this 50 years from now, but, you know, in context in 2018, 2019, um, you know, manhood is not doing well in terms of PR. We need new PR rep. Um, Agreed. But, you know, but at the same time, men are not the problem, we're the solution. Um, And when we begin to see ourselves as a solution, we can see our problems. And everything that I'm saying, I'm not justifying a guy being hooked on porn. I'm not giving any guy an excuse to... I'm not that I'm not giving any guy an out. No, it's your responsibility to get free. Period. It is your response, not your wife's responsibility, it's not your pastor's responsibility, it's not your therapist's responsibility, it's not my responsibility, it's not Mike Hansen's responsibility, it's not anybody's responsibility but yours to get yourself free. I mean, God created you to be free. And so I mean, it is for freedom that Christ set you free. And, and so it is yours to be had, and you got to do the work to get that. That being said, we got to understand that it ain't just something that's just going to happen. It ain't just an easy out or an easy whatever. I mean, it's and so us as men, man, we gotta we gotta get our poop in a group, and we gotta you know we gotta look at ourselves in the mirror, and we gotta be able to say, okay, we need to fix us. We can't expect, and women have their issues today too. Um, a lot of them have taken on a lot of masculine stuff that they shouldn't be in terms of energy and identity and that kind of stuff. But, but we as men, we need to do our part, and then, and then all of a sudden we can 
now we can turn back to the rest of the world and even women and say, okay, we got our stuff together um, and uh, or more together. And, and then we can, we can move this thing forward. Yeah. That's a great way to finish this off in terms of just summarizing up the six V's and, um, fixing, fixing those in our lives. It's, you gotta be patient guys. It's going to take a lifetime and we're going to be here with you as well. You know, kind of see us across the table from you, talking to you and hearing, you know, you're hearing us and we're a part of your lives. And I really, we really appreciate that we, you allow us to be part of your lives in that, in this way. You look like you're about to say something. Uh, finish up. No. Okay. I, actually, somebody was just asking for a, to buy some of my books. Um, <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, all of this stuff, man, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a great, it's, a, it's a great way to, to view the problem, but inside of the problem is the solution. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So our next episode, we will not publish another episode until we have this special guest uh, all, everything taken care of that we want you to hear this is, and this will become sort of the end of uh, this first phase, if you will, of how we've done our podcast. We're going to do a pivot and maybe have kind of a second season, if you will, of the free indeed podcast as well. So we appreciate you all more than, you know, thank you. Thanks for listening to the free indeed podcast. Visit free indeed 36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.